guys. Happy hump day. May the force be with you. <laughs> May the flowers bloom for you. You're listening to It Hurts to Be Pretty podcast. I'm Angel Renee. And I'm Lexi Wilk. April showers bring May flowers. I fucking hope so. In Denver, it has been... <laughs> what do snow, sh- snow showers bring? <sighs> Depression. <laughs> That's all I know. I know. I'm tired of taking Lexapro. Ease up, God, on the snow. We get it. Yes, we need to get off our meds. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the sun is out, and I'm excited for summer this You know, this year. I have a good feeling about this year, especially our women's event that's coming up on June 25th. Tickets are on sale, so that's good. Get them early. But we will be having this event outside, and so it is perfect to be talking about sunscreen. Oh, my God. Our favorite topic. (laughs) And the sun's harmful rays are strongest spring to summer. We all know that. So we're going to be talking about the science behind SPF, different types, Mm -hmm. how you might be applying it wrong. So what have you been doing lately? What have I been doing lately? (laughs) Working your ass off for Women 23, perhaps? We're getting there. But like I said last episode, I was on vacation for a week, so I forgot how to work. So the first day back, I was just like figuring out how to type on a computer again. Yeah. Also, you guys, what's coming up? The best holiday of the entire year. Fourth of July? Oh, my God, Lexi. Biggest holiday. Women 23. No. (laughs) Okay. What's the best holiday? (laughs) She said 4th of July. Cinco de Mayo? Oh, my God. You know what? Dana, if you're listening, happy Mother's Day early because this bitch bitch doesn't even care that it's almost Mother's Day. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know what day it is, but I know it's in May. My birthday is also in May. So (laughs) So that's the other best holiday. Selfish, selfish. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so bad. Okay. What day is Mother's Day, Angel? I don't know, like May 12th. Okay, we're going to Google this now. <laughs> May 12th, May 10th, it's usually around there. Okay, what is a good gift to get your mom? I love when my kids just do thoughtful things. Last year, they kind of spoiled me. I was really shocked. It was probably the first year they were thoughtful. And I mean, they're always thoughtful, but like they they had flowers sent to my house. I couldn't be with them. So um, this year, I'm going to fly out to New Mexico and be with my sons. I miss them. So I'm not able to be with Gabby. But Gabby will be here all summer. So I thought, like, let me go spend some time with the boys. But I would say a good gift is a thoughtful card, um, piece of jewelry. We mm-hmm. talked about Miranda Fry last week, getting her a nice little piece of Miranda Fry. And by the way, she gives me nothing for saying this. Yeah, we are not <laughs> sponsored by her. Um, but I I just know what I would like. Just something thoughtful. Take her to dinner. If you can't afford that, then cook her dinner. It's a special day for moms. And you guys know I have a s- special place in my heart for single moms. We never catch a break. Mm-mm. So... I just say this is the day to spoil her and just to let her know how much you really do appreciate her. What about if she's out of state? Because my mom doesn't live here. I'd love to spoil her. And I'm trying to think of something creative to send. Mm. Yeah, I would send her um, maybe something new for her business. That's cute. I was thinking maybe like I'll paint her something because Gabby is an amazing painter. Would you like a painting, Gabby, if you're listening? (laughs) You got a week to paint her something. (laughs) Yeah, my daughter paints. So I even love when she paints me some stuff. Actually, I got her some paints to also paint on jean jackets (gasps) now for summer. Oh, my God. Is that a new merch launch? (laughs) AA merch launch? I don't know. But anyway, so Mother's Day is coming up. 
make sure you get her an AA gift card. And if not, get her something to start on her skincare journey. Mm -hmm. It's never too late to have, um, you know, some good retinol, good vitamin C. So speaking of Mother's Day and moms, on the topic of SPF, I wanted to talk about my mom's recent skin cancer journey. Yeah. Which it was kind of interesting. So she had this little... It looked like almost a skin tag under her eye. Mm -hmm. She had it for years. And finally, I was like, you got to get that checked. We don't know what it is. It doesn't look like a crazy cancerous mole, but you never know. Turns out it was basal cell carcinoma. Mm. So because she let it go for so long, it was growing. The surgery she had to remove it was really intense. And she's going to have a scar there for a while. So... If you have something that doesn't look like a textbook skin cancer, still get it checked. The sooner, the better. Yeah. A lot of times I'll do consults and I'll ask them, you know, have you had your skin checked? Especially a lot of people in their 40s did tanning beds growing up religiously and they're at high risk for cancer. Mm -hmm. When you do tanning beds, and I've shared this before, you know, 10 minutes in there is a full day of direct sun. So that's why, you know, it's not because we hate the tanning beds. Of course, who doesn't like to be a nice little tan color, right? Oh, we love it. <laughs> that's why we get spray tans. But it is important, no matter your ethnicity, obviously, when you're black or Indian or Hispanic, you have thicker skin. However, you still can burn, you still can get skin cancer. And I think you know, growing up, you didn't, oh, you don't need, you'll just turn brown. You know, we turned red and then we turned brown or we got a little sunburn. Don't worry, it'll turn tan, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. My best friend, Monique, she sent me a picture, a screenshot, and she had a burn on her entire back. And that's all I could stare at. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Um, It's hard to apply back there. So we'll get into some tips too on how to apply. So let's start off with, because I really want people to dive in with sunscreen and why we need it, but the two different kinds, right? There's the chemical, Mm -hmm. and then there's the mineral, and then there's the debate. The debate of which one's better. Oh, I like this one. The other one's bad for you, and I only Mm -hmm. do mineral. No, I only do chemical. It's like, okay, let's break it down to what each, the pros and cons of each. Mm -hmm. And what SPF actually means Mm -hmm. and what it does. So regardless of mineral or chemical, an SPF is really just a measure of how well the SPF is going to protect you against the harmful rays from the sun. And what are those rays? So there's UVA, Mm -hmm. there's UVB, and there's also UVC. So UVA is the aging rays. And that's how you can it's um it's a longer ray. So mm-hmm. the UVB is the burning rays. And then the UVC is like your everyday, your computer, the light that's coming in from, you know, the the windows, the the lights on the top of the building, that's those sort of things. So those are your UVCs. Regardless, again, of mineral or chemical. It is key to have an SPF that you like using. If you like the way it feels on your skin, whether it's mineral or chemical, you're going to be using it more often. I think why people don't like to reapply is because of the feel. They're wearing makeup. They don't want to over the makeup. Men hate spreading it around. Find a sheer whatever application that you like because automatically you will use it more. For sure. So with mineral versus chemical, so let's name some of the pros. Okay. It's deemed generally safe, effective by the FDA, 
good for sensitive skin and people with allergies. And you know that because you have lots of allergies. You can't just use anything on your skin. So those are some of the pros. Some of the cons for mineral is, like you said just earlier, it leaves a white cast. Mm -hmm. And it's also thicker. So someone who has someone of color, they have those the pasty white grayish looking because i've even seen on some black people it looks almost gray Mm -hmm. so that's when they tend to go with more of the chemical one because i mean who wants to be walking around with a white face Mm -hmm. you know especially when you're a person of color just doesn't look right when you're at a pool party (laughs) (laughs) and how mineral spfs work is it literally reflects the uv rays away from the skin so it's a sun block so it sits on top of the epidermis, which that is, to me, a pro because it doesn't go into the bloodstream. It doesn't um, penetrate in the skin. It just literally sits on top, shielding the sun. Mm-hmm. It uses um, zinc or titanium dioxide. And that's the only one I use for my acneic patients and then also those who have melasma. Because if you think about it, If it's blocking the sun and melasma is stimulated by heat, it's doing its best to try to reflect that, right? Whereas chemical, and we can go into the pros now with that and the cons, but with chemical, again, it's it's not really blocking the sun. It's and it's actually sometimes getting into the pores and into the bloodstream. And I think that's why people are more afraid to use that sunscreen. Although, even though it's been proven to be in the bloodstream, it actually hasn't been proven to do any harm. It's kind of funny because people are like, oh my God, I cannot use a chemical sunscreen because I'm absorbing the toxins and the chemicals, but then they're drinking alcohol. They're using all their other skincare that's doing the same fucking thing. I was going to say it, but I'm glad you said it because I'm like, (laughs) you know, reading the the pros and cons of each, it's like the type of shit that we do, the perfume we put in our body, the things that we, you know, drink and we're worried about this. But again, I mean... Like Lexi was saying, pick one that you really like. Mm -hmm. So chemical sunscreens contain a non-oxide UV filters, oxybenzo being one of them. And that's the one that was caught in the bloodstream. And that's Mm -hmm. the one that people are like afraid of, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you're pregnant or nursing. I would say just play it safe at that point, even though it hasn't been proven to harm the baby or yourself. Again, why not just you know, stick to mineral because you're going to need it. And so is the baby. Mm -hmm. We actually had a client come in the other day with her newborn. Well, I don't know. How old is a newborn? It was more than a newborn. But she was asking if she could use Elta MD on her baby instead of the Johnson & Johnson and all the crap on the market. So I forget what the answer was. I have not done much infant SPF research, but I would say it's probably safe, right? Yeah. The pros for chemical sunscreen is there is no white cast. Mm -hmm. And it's cosmetically elegant. So it definitely has like, you know, some of your makeups have it. I know my makeup has it, unless I get a mineral one. But typically, I go with more of a chemical. And to be quite honest, when I'm in Florida and four margaritas in, I don't give a shit what's on my body. I'm just Mm -mm. like, spray me down. I cannot burn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this too, but the chemical sunscreens, instead of blocking the rays, they literally absorb. So that leads me to, to my next point. 
the expiration of sunscreens mm. because now with summer coming out, we, we, I know I used to do this back in the day. I just used to store it away and then bring it back out when summer was there. And then you put it back and then you bring it out. So sunscreen actually expires every three years. Mm-hmm. And if it looks funny, if it has a weird consistency or smell, I would say just toss it out anyway. Cause you never know each product is so different, but on average life, of a sunscreen is typically three years. Right. Unless the jar bottle actually has that little icon we've talked about. It'll have like a little baby icon of a cosmetic jar opened up with either a 12 months, 36 months. So that is the expiration date after opening. And the reason you don't want to use expired sunscreen is because it's been proven to be less effective. Mm -hmm. So you might not be you know, helping your skin at all, protecting yourself at all if it is expired. Right. So I think that the next point that we need to talk about is why do we tell people that they need to reapply every two hours? And we tell them you need to don't don't forget, reapply, <laughs> reapply. But we don't say why. Why? Why is it? Do you think? I love when I ask you questions. I know. And I never know if I get it. So you want to reapply because after it's been sitting on the skin for a certain amount of time, it becomes less effective. Whether you're sweating also in a swimming pool, regardless, reapply. I do mine just because I'm fair skinned every hour. It sounds extreme. Another thing too, SPF baseline that you should use is an SPF 30. Mm -hmm. As it increases to 46, 78, it increases your protection from the sun. So let's say SPF 30 blocks about 97% of the rays. Mm -hmm. As you get higher, it blocks more. No SPF will block 100% of the rays, which is correct, scary and sad. So my number one tip for application is wearing protective gear as well. So always have your hat, wear long sleeves, sit in the shade, that type of thing, since now we know it's not going to be 100% effective applying SPF. Correct. So um, yes, and when it's exposed to sunlight, it actually starts to break down. Mm. So it's good to just reapply. Like Lexi said, when you're out, you're sweating, you're having fun, you're playing volleyball, you're swimming, you're going in and out of the pool. Look, it takes two seconds. And she mentioned her favorite sunscreen, which is the Compact by mm. Skin Better. And you don't have to put goop on your face. It feels really nice. So again, that's on our website, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's a great one to have for pool parties. So you're not just having to like wipe a bunch of white gunk all over your face. The next thing I want to talk about real quick is why, because some people can debate like, no, I, I never wear sunscreen because we need the vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are right. We do need, on average, 10 to 30 minutes of sun with no sunscreen. It's great for the soul. It's great for your mood, right? Like, there's, it gives us the vitamin D for our bones, but we don't need lengthy periods of time in the sun. And do it in the morning when the sun's rays aren't super strong, you know, like have your morning coffee on the porch, take a little walk. One thing I just thought of as we were talking is when I was in Hawaii, They have many sunscreens that are banned. You can't use an aerosol can. um, You can only use mineral-based. And the hotel actually provided the sunscreen that we were allowed to use at that hotel. And it was definitely a thick mineral sunscreen. But it had me thinking, if these aerosol cans and some of these other skincare brands are banned in Hawaii because it damages the coral reefs, Mm. what is it doing to our body? Yeah. But I will say... I spent a lot of time in the sun in Hawaii. I reapplied every 60 to 90 minutes. I didn't get a single sunburn. No. My boyfriend, on the other hand, thought he was reapplying (laughs) 
<laughs> fried. Every inch of his body fried. So it goes to show. Yeah. Uh, reapplying it properly um, in a timely manner is key. I also wanted to talk about the amount of sunscreen you need for your face versus your body. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I'm going to flip the question on you. One finger length of sunscreen for your face mm-hmm. should be enough. Mm-hmm. And then your body, I don't know. That's a lot of product. So a professional dermatological study showed that you need at least an entire shot glass full to the brim of SPF for your body. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say you kind of need a lot. Yeah. And it takes a while to rub in. And if you're bigger, you need about two shot glasses. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're a psycho like me, you use five just to be safe. <laughs> also with the aerosol cans, I noticed a big problem with those because it's, you know, mist over your body like a perfume. Think of all the areas it's missing. So yeah, it's easier to spray your back with a can, but unless you're rubbing it and covering every area, you're just going to have splotches that yeah. don't get covered. People will always DM me and say, what is the cheapest product I can get if I can't afford retinols and some of the products that you have on your website? And I'm always saying SPF Mm -hmm. because 90% of aging happens because of the sun's rays. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's sad because it's not even about like, oh, you want to look young for the rest of your life because no matter what, we're going to age. But it's also helping to prevent cancers. And you don't know until you have someone close to you who has been diagnosed. You are more aware now that your mom had an incident, right? So I think people just like, oh, that won't happen Mm -hmm. to me until it happens to them. So, you know, even it doesn't matter your skin color. Again, especially if you have acne, I would have clients who would say, when the sun comes out, I like to get a sunburn because then my, my acne goes away. And a lot of people think that. And although the sun does help break down a lot of the bacteria, it's not the cure for acne. So again, be wise about the the sun and the sunscreen and the SPF that you pick. I also wanted to mention some of the foods because me, I'm into my healthy eating lately. She's a keto girly. (laughs) I'm into keto lately. But I also wanted to know like what extra protection you you spoke about wearing a hat and certain clothes that help. But I wanted to see the certain foods that actually really help protect against the sun's rays. So tomatoes, which are some of my favorite. High in lycopene. Yep. Um, It acts as a natural sunscreen and makes the skin glow. Mm -hmm. Sweet potatoes, spinach, berries, grapes, oranges, grapefruit, fatty fish, flax seeds, and walnuts. I love it. Yeah. So all great things. And why not have a little extra protection? Again, I'm the last person to give um, advice for how you're supposed to eat. But it doesn't hurt if you're going to be out in the sun to have Mm -hmm. that little protection extra. A little goes a long way. Definitely. And I also wanted to touch on a couple areas that we often miss with our SPF. So I noticed upper um, lip, upper lip. Yeah, your lips, they make actual chapsticks with Mm -hmm. SPF in it. But your scalp, if you're not wearing a hat, if you've ever had a scalp sunburn, the misery, especially if your hair is in braids, you're in the ocean. Oh, my God. And the tops of your ears. Men, I cannot tell you how many men are out golfing all day their little ears are popping out of their hat uh-huh. and they come home with fried earlobes hands <laughs> <laughs> keep an spf in your car and reapply to your hands before you're driving before we close this because i know it wasn't going to be a lengthy episode but one that was going to be helpful i have a funny story because you know me and my stories i love your story so i was dating some guy 
And this was maybe four years ago-ish. And he woke me up in the morning and said, I need to talk to you. And this goes with the theme, by by the way. I'm not just random. If you did random, I love it. (laughs) I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay, like I got ready, brushed my teeth. You know, I'm sitting there with my coffee and he sat across my the table and he said, your pale skin is really grossing me out. Oh, I know who this is. Fuck him. He's probably listening because he's obsessed with you still. <laughs> and I go, I, I thought Ugh. I was being punked. I was like, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, I just, you know, like pale skin just kind of grosses me out. And like when I met you, you had your spray tan and like now you don't. And like, I just like a girl to be more tan. And I was like, the door is right there, buddy. <laughs> Get the fuck out. I'm like, and at the time, there's a lot still going on in the world. And I'm like, there is so much going on in the world. And you sat me down to talk about my skin color. And if you guys have never seen me in person, I'm like the fairest Latina you will ever meet. I'm not tan. My family's tan. I'm not tan. I can tan. I can definitely be brown. But I am not tan by any means. So I was like, whoa. I cannot believe that you are sitting across from me. And at 8.30 in the morning, this is what you chose to talk about. And I said, I can't change my skin color. Of course, I can be outside and tan and tan. And I've been raising my kids and doing my business for the last eight years. I don't have time to. So I'm like upset. And so I was like, did I ever say anything about your balding head? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he's not around anymore and he's still bald and you look great. So (laughs) I don't talk to him anymore. Anyway, we broke up. That's just a red flag. We didn't break up after that, but shortly after that. And it goes to show you like, you know what? For me, I could be a different color. I could be super tan. And don't, don't get me wrong. I do love to be spray tanned. But come on, you guys. Like... Sometimes when we're tanning, we're trying to be a color that we're not and that God didn't create us to be. Some mm-hmm. have a yellow base, some have a olive base, some have a red base. So we try to go with the trends of being more tan. And I just embraced early on that I didn't look like my cousins who are more tan than I. And so in New Mexico, I'm called the Wera, which is the white girl. And I embrace it fully mm-hmm. because you know what? I look really good for my you age. fucking look great. <laughs> you look so great. So everyone could kiss my ass. Kiss my <laughs> ass. But like you said too, like, you know, it's so fun to get a spray tan for an event. Yeah. But if you course. want that glow, that daily glow, I've been using the Lux Unfiltered Face Tanning Drops. They're acne safe. They, I get those. They're great. I do think I still like the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Tanning Peel Pads for the face and body the best. That's my go-to. You get that perfect color. But again, it's an exfoliating acid as well. So if you just want like a daily... Those Glow are my favorite. We'll, we'll link those. I'm obsessed with those. I'm literally obsessed. Literally obsessed drinking game. Where's your drink? <laughs> One thing that's important to note, though, if you are coming in for skin treatments or seeing your esthetician for lasers, microneedling, anything of that sort, don't have any self-tanning products on the skin. No. You you will get turned away. We'll send so. you home. Yeah, you can't do any lasers or anything if you have a spray tan on your face. It's just not a good idea. So, I want your opinion on one more thing before we end this. Okay. So apparently the FDA is studying a pill you can take that acts as an SPF. Ooh. Sunscreen pills, as they call them. Interesting. I would have to say no on that. How does it work, you know? Yeah. 
I'm just, you know, we already take so many other, sh- like, <laughs> no, I just can't, because you don't know the side effects down the road. Mm-hmm. It's just, I would say no, because the nice thing about the mineral sunscreen is you can just wipe it off, wash it off. It acts as a topical barrier. Mm-hmm. So I would say no. Would you? I don't think I would ever take a pill <laughs> yeah. to block the sun's rays. It sounds very weird. I mean, it's still being studied. It's, of course, not released yet. I'd rather just yet. talk about the vegetables I just uh, mentioned and the fruits because exactly. that's, that's in your bloodstream. That's trying to work just as hard, I'm sure. What is your go-to face SPF? What's your favorite at the moment? It's in my makeup, but the LTMD clear would be my go-to if I'm out in the sun and I'm not on my daily, like, so I use Dior. Mm-hmm. So I use that one. That one's a 30. And I don't reapply during the day. I'll have to be the first to admit when I'm inside. Same. Because I'm just back and forth with clients. But for sure, when I'm outside, I do like the compact. I have mm-hmm. the clear one. Mm-hmm. And I like the skin better one. Mm-hmm. Last point. When you are applying a full face of makeup, where does the SPF come in? So, you know, if you're spending all day in the sun, if you're wearing makeup with an SPF in it, still apply your SPF prior to applying your makeup. Mm -hmm. You want that protection. So the order in a normal skincare routine, you do everything. Your last step after moisturizer is going to be SPF. Whether you put makeup on top of that or not, doesn't matter, but definitely make SPF your last step of your skincare routine every single morning and throughout the day. Yeah. Easy enough. Have you ever had a really bad sunburn? Oh, my God. I used to love getting sunburned. Like you said, with the acne thing, it would, f- quote, fry off my acne. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I I got to show you this picture of me. I have front bangs, severe cystic acne all over my face, and I was wearing a red dress. This is like on a cruise when I was in high school. My face was the color of my red dress, and I thought I looked so good because you couldn't see the acne. Oh. Oh, you're going to – we'll post this photo. We have to. It is mortifying. <laughs> Yeah, I've gotten sunburned. Have you? Yeah, but not that bad. I've never really been in the sun like that. Mm. Um, do you do the Playboy Bunny stickers on the lower back or the oh side hip? Oh, my God. No. We love those. <laughs> you little slut, you. I know. Funny thing was, I was absolutely not a slut. It was like in high school, never kissed anyone. <laughs> I think we should link our favorite tanning. Definitely. So what's the one from Walgreens that we get? The Bondi Sands. I like that one. I like the foam. Mm-hmm. The tanning foam. Yes. Um, my recent fave for the subtle glow, it's the daily uh, gradual self-tanning lotion from Lux Unfiltered, the same brand as the face drops. And if you're already going to be applying lotion to your body at night, why not make it one that builds a gradual tan? So you won't notice like next day, wow, I'm dark. But over time, you just have that sheer glow. Love. So love that. But the tanning foam. And we're always looking for like new tanning fake tans but we we go to a girl who will spray us did you Allie. like did you like her, your spray tan mm-hmm. this last time because you were really dark when you left i was dark yeah ali did it stay even when you were in the pool it did nice it did i will say of course not my hands you know my armpits sweat so they got a little a little gross but yeah pineapple bliss studios in denver so if you're in denver hit her up she does a great spray tan she does She's been spraying me for years when she used to work somewhere else. So mm-hmm. it was I, tr- tr- I trust her with my naked body. I know. And she makes you feel so comfortable yeah. too. And she's so fit. So sometimes I'm like, excuse the stretch marks, little pumpkin. Same. Coming I'm like, excuse in. my <laughs> cellulite. But she'll make you feel so comfortable and amazing. So shout out to Allie at Pineapple Bliss. Awesome. Well, catch you guys at Women 20. 
Women 23. Get your tickets on the website, skincarebyangel.com. Have a great week. Don't forget to think about your mom and buy her something starting now. May 13th, guys. Mother's Day. (laughs) 14th. Wait, shit. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.